It's time for the Steve and Kyle podcast with Steve. I had basically taped myself into the breezeway, so I couldn't leave. So of the four doors, none of you had left zero exit points. (laughs) Was there any ventilation? No, that wasn't an issue, though. Why would it? Paint fumes are known to be acceptable. (laughs) Kyle. Your trailer lights? Yeah. Don't they just plug in somewhere? Yeah, you gotta run the wires to the lights. Ah, just buy a new one. How stupid. Well, that's what happens when you buy new trailer lights. You have to wire them up. Call over the guy who wires... The wirer. (laughs) Don't you bring it to the wirer shop? Where's there a local wirer shop? I figure they're behind, you know, hush hush. Kind of like you gotta knock three times to get to the wirer. Live on tape from APS 3. Whatever, it's the Steve and Kyle podcast. Thank you as always, Melissa. Melissa Vaughn. Do you think she ever went back and maybe listened to an episode to see <laughs> how we used her voice work? No, not at all. She's just on to the next one, too busy. Being Just spitting them out on Fiverr. Too busy being British. <laughs> Drinking a spot of tea. <laughs> eating biscuits. The, the things that they eat. Biscuits and uh, bangers. Bangers and mash. Bangers and mash. Bangers and mash. Now, you, you lived in England for a while, right? Jolly old England, yes. Uh, called that home for upwards of four months. When, so, you, when you came <laughs> not really. I was basically a local. When you came home, mm-hmm. was there anybody who had to make have like sit down with you and say, "Hey, Steve, you kind of brought home an accent"? <laughs> no, like, <laughs> no, you weren't. You weren't like dragging uh-uh. some letters out or putting a no. little accent on stuff that people were like. Oh God, Steve's here. Great. No, were you the guy who, you know, showed up to the house party or wherever afterwards, and anytime somebody would just mention, "Oh, hey, did you see the football game?" Well, actually, football is suck. <laughs> oh, well, it, I was on the pitch yesterday. Ah, football. Wembley Stadium. <laughs> and everybody just slowly exits, <laughs> quickly exits the room right. to get away from you, right? Dude, when I was over there, it was, um, so that would have been 2001. And there was, I believe, a World Cup in 2002. Yeah. So while we were over there in the fall of 2001, there was World Cup qualifying going on. Oh, nice. And um, I, I don't. I couldn't care less about right. soccer, but we had gone out to a pub one night where they were showing um, England versus Germany, and, and, it, quali- was, and it, it was a World Cup qualifier. Yeah, and that was the coolest thing that I've yeah. ever experienced. Like as, as a from a from a sports fan right. perspective, it was amazing because England ended up beating them. I don't know if it went to uh, overtime or whatever they call overtime. Sure. Um, or penalty kicks or whatever, but it was like, I I've never seen partying in the streets. And it was one of those things like the game ended, people go crazy. And then it was like the front doors to the pub open and everybody just kind of piles up, flo- like flows out into the streets and every other, uh, every other place on that street, same thing happened. And it was, it was a really, really cool thing. Different than, what you see, the images of, you know, what it, whether it be Philadelphia or whoever, when they win a Super Bowl here, mm. where they have to grease the street <laughs> signs and everything. Right, so people uh, don't climb A them. little different than that then? A little bit. Okay. Uh, yeah, they, they seemed, um, 
I guess a little more civilized. I don't remember anything crazy happening. That's not to say that it didn't. It's always, but. it's one of my favorite types of videos to watch. And I'll still, every now and again, I'll go back and look at montages they've made. The t- 2010 World Cup, the United States was in what the opening, the, the pool round, I think it's called. Mm-hmm. And Landon Donovan scored this game-winning goal. And all of these, a lot of these bars, even back then, would have kind of cameras set up. Yeah. And so they would make oh, montages yeah, yeah, yeah. of the reaction shots. Yeah, so you just see everyone sitting there watching yeah. intently, and then a goal is scored or whatever, and everybody just it's goes just, insane. It's goosebump-inducing, yeah. and I've never, I mean, I've never had a moment like that no. you know, to where you can be a part of that. But that sounds like you in England sounds like that was the oh yeah the closest to it. It was, uh, yeah, it was awesome. It was so cool. Was Plus, I was like 20 years old. Oh, sure. And I was in a pub legally drinking. Yeah. Because was they're it, drinking ages 18 there. Age 20, you're in England. Was there ever any time where you thought, man, I could see myself like coming back to Absolutely. live here and like moving here? Yeah. I looked um, because that was my junior year of college. Right. And um, like trying to find uh, – that was right around the time when I was realizing that the radio industry – because I was barely taking radio classes at sure. that point. And that was right around the point that I realized that the radio, getting a job in the radio industry is not like getting a job. By the way, if you hear that, that's yeah, uh, <laughs> our, both of our families are directly above yeah, us. There's two children who decided <laughs> to play. It sounds like they're trying to feed stuff down through the floor <laughs> right. to get to you and I here, yeah. Steve. So anyway, but but we digress. Um, yeah, it was right around that time where I was realizing like getting a job in radio, it's not just going on. You know, uploading my resume to monster.com yeah. and then the recruiters come looking. Yeah. It was um, more of like a you got to know someone, sure. a word of mouth type thing. Ah, surely I'll be headhunted by some corporation. <laughs> right. I'll right. sit back once they see my four months in England and two internships <laughs> right. and, and be crawling to me for work. Sure. So I had, I mean, obviously I had no leads. When I graduated college the following year, I had, I was. I was extremely fortunate to have two part-time radio jobs at that time. So I was working about 30 hours a week or so between those two jobs and overall pretty happy. I was able to, I was, so half of the week I was living at my mom's house working in Philadelphia. Right. Divorce. So you're in your twenties. Of course you have to pick mom or dad still. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's what you mean. Well, it was either that or move to Florida. So, so (laughs) Wednesday you'd pack up, go to dad's. (laughs) No. So I'd, uh, I'd work, I'd live at my mom's house a couple days a week, work in Philadelphia. And then the other part of the week I would pack up and drive to the shore where I lived at my girlfriend's house at the time for a couple of days working at the radio stations there. So you pull out of your mom's, let your hair down. Yeah. Say, you know, Later, f- old farts. <laughs> Take my clip-on tie off, throw it, throw out, the it window. out the window, and tear <laughs> it down. It became very expensive. I just <laughs> buying buying clip-on ties week after week. It was fiscally irresponsible until you started seeing all of your mom's neighbor children walking around wearing clip-on ties. Yeah. So you tear out of town, head down to the shore, head down to the shore, so you're, you're work there, punting shoes, putting on yeah. sandals, <laughs> working there for um. For a couple of days and then back and kind of doing the whole thing all over again. And overall, it wasn't it wasn't that bad, but I wanted a full time job. I right. needed like the benefits and everything. Yep. So 
I was looking everywhere. I was sending resumes everywhere for radio jobs, like California, uh, uh, you know, Alaska, Hawaii. Oh, I remember in my I, mind, Steve, you're like, I'm looking everywhere. I applied to Los Angeles <laughs> right. and New York City, yeah. and nobody's calling me back. Yeah. No, I mean, every every little job in every little market everywhere. Because, yeah, I had an internship and a little bit of part-time experience but I basically, I had no experience. I was right. complete entry level. And I remember looking up radio jobs in England thinking, I don't know, maybe it's different right. there. Maybe, maybe they'll, you know, welcome me with open arms. And I'm guessing over there, they're still running like switchboard style stuff to where, <laughs> right. you know, you're plugging like, oh, let's say you want to talk to the DJ. You're grabbing a cord, plugging <laughs> right. it into another knob. Martha, patch him through. <laughs> So and then just I tried and again, you yell mate. <laughs> <laughs> so, it, I mean, I definitely tried. It wasn't for lack of trying. That would have been amazing though, especially when I'm what, 22 years old to live and work in England right. for a couple of years and then come back here. And sure. But what do you think the equivalent of what your job is now over there? Is it just nonstop talk about the Royals and um, like, Oh, do you see the Queens Corgi pooped on the road again? <laughs> and it's like, play a video and, and laugh yeah, about it maybe i mean I, I guess i would assume there has to be the equivalent of the poopoo caca uh throwing monkey right. feces at the wall over there right there has to be there, there has, has to, to be. be well that's not a like i don't know is that a uniquely american thing like the funny uh you know attempt to be funny sure morning I, show i know they call it a breakfast show oh do they yeah so they all they all got their 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 cups of tea, yeah, and their crumpets, and, yeah, and uh-huh. then you know they're going from what I'm guessing is horn music <laughs> that they come out of that just <laughs> horn music, yeah, because it's very regal all the time. <laughs> okay, so and their attempt at humor, it's always kind of it's funny the way it's regarded because it this dates back to when The Office debuted over here in America. Yeah, are you hearing uh, a buzzing by the way? I think I hear like your vacuum. Oh, oh that's what it is. There we go. Um, it dates back to the office because people were like, oh, America, America, <laughs> Americans won't get it. They won't get it. They won't be able to understand this British humor yeah. because we're leaps and bounds ahead of you imbeciles across the ocean. Right. And um, I, I, in my mind, it's still that way over there, but it's probably not. Right. Um. Yeah, I mean, from a, I guess from a radio standpoint, I would have no idea. I, I don't know. You it, ever, you ever, you ever think about like you and Annette? Did you ever talk about? Hey, you know what? We'll go over there one day. I'll show you all the hot spots, <laughs> all the places that, I used that to. Twenty years ago, they're probably closed <laughs> know, or yeah. shuttered. And yeah, it's all just chains. It's, it's like, funny though. This used to be O'Malley's Pub, yeah. and now it's KFC. <laughs> right. I remember all of the places though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember everyone. Like all the places. There was this one. It was called like the Metropolitan. Yeah. The Met. So we used to get. That was like the place that we used to go to all the time. But the cool thing about living over there was I was I was at um, at the time it was Regents College, now Regents University. And it was, it looked completely stereotypical British building, like with ivy growing up the sides of it and everything. And it was this really cool building that was kind of like a patchwork of what was probably two or three buildings at one point. And then they were eventually joined with quarters and quarters and hallways and stuff like that. And um, the best part about living there was that we didn't have to go outside to get to a pub. 
because there was a pub like down in the basement. Oh, okay. So we were living in the you know the the top floor on the yeah. one end, but there was a pub downstairs yeah. on the opposite end. So Which, we would just be like, hey, we'd be sitting in our dorm, be like, oh, you want to go grab a pint? All right. And one minute later, we'd be belly up one. at the bar. That because I had a goal while I was there. We were there for just shy. I think it was right around a hundred days from the time we left okay. to the time we got back. And I remember I had a goal to consume one alcoholic beverage every day that I was there. Okay. And I got to, I think I got to like 65 days. And I was just like, this is a chore. Because <laughs> it would be 9 o'clock at night, 10 o'clock at night. I'd be sitting in my room, like finishing up work or whatever. And then it would hit us. Oh, this is me and Ray yeah. sharing, oh, wow. sharing this I, dorm. I didn't even realize yeah. Ray was your, your overseas partner. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Frank was there too. Frank was like one door down. Okay. Um, but yeah, we would every, every night we'd be like, Oh crap. I just, all right, let's go. And we'd go to the bar. Force we'd, yourself. We would order, we'd each order one shot. We'd walk oh. in, throw back a shot. And then we'd be back in our room within 10 minutes oh. total. And I, it, it was such a chore that I finally, yeah, I got to so I think about it. 60 some days. Cause Ray, Ray was doing the same thing, and then he was just like, I'm done. I quit. And I was like, ha, I'm going to forge ahead without yeah. you. And I made it two more days than him. <laughs> but, yeah, it just it came, overcame you like a wave yeah. and realized you couldn't do it. I, no. Just, I can't think mm-mm. of anything worse in my 30s than living above a bar. Yeah. Now, luckily, it was... Like there was, it was a big enough building where it was complete opposite ends. Yeah, you weren't hearing the foot traffic no, no, and no. the DJ or the you know the, yeah, jukebox, the jukebox or whatever. And, yeah, I get that. I it's the idea of being that age where it's like, yeah, I got to walk walk downstairs to get to my car through the bar. Yeah, to get to you know the street level and oh no way no yeah. Thank you, Steve. Hey, real quick before we get to uh, some other stuff that we have to get to, a big thanks to We Need to Talk, the podcast that we were on. Yeah. We recorded it maybe three weeks ago or so, and that episode just came out. And if you look at our Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, there are links to how you can download it. Well, Facebook and Twitter, there's a direct link. Instagram, there's their album artwork. But if you just go on to um, whatever podcast app you use, We Need to Talk, uh, the, the image, it's like a yellow background and two like caricature looking faces. Um, we are on their most recent episode. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, that we had was. A, a, a deep dive with, uh, with meter and, and Pepin about, um, omelets, strangely enough. Yeah, it was Pepin. Pepin dropped a bomb about what a traditional normal omelet in his life is. And yeah. it like, it sounds stupid, but it completely blew our minds. One of a, one of the nicest, oddest dudes I've ever talked to. <laughs> yeah. I mean, some of the stories that you'll hear out of his mouth. But a, but a very nice, like, he, he, he wasn't one of those guys that, like, you look at and you're like, oh, that's a weird dude. Like, seemed like a completely normal sure. person. And I bet in a, in an average conversation where you're just like, hey, man, how's your weekend? Oh, good. Like, yeah. you w- there wouldn't be any red flags. You get him talking about food, though. Yeah. Things are a bit weird. Yeah, and you would you would never guess the standard size of one of Pepin's omelets. <laughs> just uh, uh, worthy worth your time to listen to just yeah. for that discussion. Uh, if I remember right, I believe I saw on social media Timmy was listening to the episode this mm-hmm. week and said, "Boy, was this your podcast or their <laughs> podcast?" The way you overtook it. Yeah, 
Timmy uh, Timmy honed in on something that we, we were thinking about in the background too. Like, oh boy, I think we kind of monopolized yeah. it. Which, listen, some podcasts might want that. Where it's, hey, let's put the focus on you. Uh, I have no idea if they wanted that or not. Yeah, it just kind of happened, and we've never done it before. I think is the key to remember. It's not like you and I are these seasoned podcast guest vets. No, that was the second time we had done it. Yeah. The our, first time we had done it was um That's right. on uh another podcast which I believe is coming out in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, that was with our friend Jesse Douglas. That'll be coming out I think soon. Uh not not happy we got backlogged there. No, no, no. Real unhappy. I'm actually thinking about emailing and demanding they don't post it. Because I, I, I'd assumed we'd be immediate. You yeah, know, we'd be the big get. Right, right. To where they'd post about it immediately. And then we still have. Uh, we don't yet have a date for. Our, we're going to be on uh, the commercial break. That's right. With, with uh, Brian and Chrissy, America's most photogenic and lovely podcasters. Yep, and out of uh, Hot Atlanta. Hot Atlanta, they call it. We'll be talking to them here sometime in the next month. Uh, that that line is still open. We're we're trying to get something on the books with the brothers Humphrey. To go on to go on their little podcast, I feel like um, the brothers Humphrey are feeling inconvenienced when yeah. they were the one that, ones that yeah. reached out. Yeah, to let's us. talk about this in public then, because <laughs> I have we trying to set something up, and it was a, a real headache in terms of. Well, then it comes down to when I feel like it, and I'm sitting here thinking, "Hey." We're trying to go out of our way to make this thing work for like, we you. Don't need to, like, don't feel obligated. Yeah, you asked us, and then you got indignant when we didn't respond to you immediately on, <laughs> on to your message. So uh, that that will hopefully be coming your way soon as well. Uh, but again, that line is still open. If you'd like to us to be on your podcast and we mm-hmm. can do the same, we'd love to have uh, a, a swap kind of thing. Yeah, that would be fun. Have people back on. Uh, let us know. DM us. Uh, message us on Facebook or Instagram, wherever you get a hold of us. Just let us know the name of your podcast and what type of day and time frame works for you. We'll try to make something work. So mm-hmm. um, I've I've enjoyed, I've really enjoyed both times we've done it. Yeah, it was a lot of fun both times. And it's a real extension of what we do here. In, in that regard, it's kind of us spreading our sense of idiocy mm-hmm. to other outlets. It's a virus. It's a real mm-hmm. virus. Mm-hmm. And then we're slowly going to try to spread that out to other podcasts. Yeah, I don't want to use the term virus, though, because an old shock jock radio program used to use that. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. I, I mean, I, yeah. I figured you said that because of the coronavirus. Well, that too. I mean, but we're pretty, pretty much through that at this point, Oh, right? it's done, right? Yeah. That's what it's I gone. heard. Uh, we have a lot to get to today, Steve. Did we want we? to go to the phones first? Did we want to... We have We have a piece of mail to open? Oh, well, I mean, come on. You know that... Whenever we have uh, a segment that has a wonderful intro, I yeah. want to get to that immediately. Okay. Hey, folks, viewer mail time again. Oh, here's one from Sally, age 14. <clears throat> Dear Pig. <laughs> oh, perfect. Yeah. Seamless, <laughs> seamless edit. I feel like a, that somehow needs a bed, though, you know, while we open the. Well, maybe you didn't hear that it does have a bed. Oh, that's right. No, you're right. I, I should have known. I made it. Of course. I mean, if you want, I can loop that indefinitely. Well, it's not a terrible idea. You know, really keep that going um, yeah. while uh, while while we open the mail. Mm-hmm. So this is uh, from our friend Mike Mokris, oh, Whitehall, Pennsylvania. Man. Pass it over to you. That so is, if you wanna... Whoa, look at that postage paid, Steve. That is. Hey, how about that? Someone 
figured out the crazy system they got there where you just put enough stamps on it. Yeah. <laughs> Look at you, Trevor. By the way, Trevor, we both tried the Goo Goo Clusters. I'm a fan. That was, uh, that was the first time yeah. I'd had a Goo Goo Cluster. A little too much peanut. Too much peanut. A little too much peanut. Oh, look at this. It's a... Okay, this is something I believe uh, Mike Bogris... Can I have back, by the way? Yeah. I need uh, an insulation pad for my hard drive here I so I don't have to keep holding it. My friend Mike uh, messaged me about this coming. Kyle, enjoy the pieces of American history. Let me make sure... Okay. 1930, 1931. What a year. My wife's great-grandfather was a pharmacist with some shady connections in New Jersey. We got mm, these from probably her, my family. We got these from her grandfather. Cool S. Steve couldn't send you anything, so enclosed is, is an extremely early, far less convenient form of a donation for the cure for the cure. I'm guessing that's the uh, magnet calendar. <laughs> I see that's a check. Okay. Say, what do you want us to raffle it off or something? Like we'd end up bidding a dollar <laughs> just so it's not right. Well, that's something, Mike. Thanks. You guys do. You guys do a really good podcast. Look forward to it more than most. Enjoy also the local calendar for Steve's date check live show in Jersey. Friend of the show, Mike Mokris. Pass that my way. Oh, look at that! It is, boy. That's a magnet. Uh, a magnet calendar, but with peel away. Look at that. Uh, strangely enough, the calendar starts in December of last year. Of last year, and uh, okay, it goes all the way through December of this year. You're lucky, Mike. We'll let it slide. So Mike had messaged me on Twitter and asked if I was interested, and I said sure. Like these sound amazing. Oh, boy. Send them to I think you just ripped whatever it is. No, it's oh no, just the tape. tape. <laughs> yeah, send them to the PO box because I'd like to be able to to look at them and I think those maybe have... talk about them. Okay. Steve, these are pharmacist prescriptions for whiskey during prohibition. Wow, let's see this. This is awesome. This is so cool. So if you see at the top, the kind of liquor and the quantity. Boy, it's like they really attempted to uh, make counterfeit money and kind of fell a little bit short. Yeah. So they just used them as prescriptions. It's just th these are these are so cool. And he said he would uh, send me some in lieu of selling them. So this is uh, this is absolutely outstanding, Mike. Thank you very That's much. Amazing. We'll, we'll post some pictures of these so people can see what we're talking about. So it but... looks like the date is yeah twelve twelve eighteen nineteen thirty. Yeah, and well, um, so what would happen, Steve, for, for anybody who's an idiot, during Prohibition as a way to get access to booze, mm -hmm. whiskey, bourbon, whatever it was, and I learned this on my tour of the distillery oh, down in Louisville, Kentucky, I, I visited last August. Uh, tell us more, please. Buffalo Trace, no big deal. And they would, uh, pharmacists would have a supply of whiskey that they could write prescriptions for okay. because they thought that would help with sicknesses and disease and so people would but they really had it right the, back then didn't they but it's essentially the way that medical marijuana was treated you know yeah. you, you'd see that in yeah, tv kind of. shows where all you have to do is have a televisit and say my ear hurts mm -hmm. and you'd get a prescription for medical marijuana so this is fantastic thank you very much mike as well steve as another donation to the cure for the that. cure oh it's addressed to me now i gotta deposit oh, it and lucky do something you with it. 
It's uh, Memo <sighs> Cure for the Cure with whew, one of the most offensively bad signatures. Let's see. I can. I think I've seen. And it's not great. That's uh, that needs some work there, Jitterbug, because <laughs> it looks like it says Mike V Nazi. <laughs> we shouldn't cash that then, right? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> It'll bring Hitler back to life. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Mike. <laughs> that is outstanding. He's uh, like, ah, foiled again. <laughs> I've been trying the old trick. For- <laughs> my plan. Ah, nobody will take my Nazi money. Um, thank you very much, Mike. We were actually just talking a little bit last night, Steve, about uh, the cure for the cure and how we're going to make that work. Uh, my reading very cursory last night because I'm getting nervous because mm-hmm. we have done nothing, nothing. No, granted, it's still more than ninety days away. Oh boy, there's a... Not, we can't even say two months anymore, nope. can we? <laughs> well, th- three months. We're more than three wait. Months when is it? It's July, July, right? July ten. Okay, so yeah, more. Than, oh yeah, more yeah. than three. Thirty months days away. in a month. Got it. Check. How do they do it in England? <laughs> Things I learned today. England, like ninety uh, days is more than two months. Yeah, Sixty day month over there in England. Yeah, yeah. They well, run the Gregorian calendar a little yeah, bit differently. Do toilet, they? Toilets flush backwards and everything. And that's just so the ocean doesn't uh, rise up and like attack <laughs> yeah. the sea, right? Yeah, exactly. Attack the coast. Yep. <laughs> I knew I read the book right. <laughs> um, that we were it, somehow this stream that. Granted, I thought of the idea to do it. We both jumped on board with mm-hmm. this. This is somehow going to run us in the red even further. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Because <laughs> looking at how to run it to where... Because I want it a certain way. I don't want it to be some chintzy n- knockoff thing where mm. you're just watching us do an episode. I kind of want, like you see, with a donation bar on the mm-hmm. screen and we can see as the funds come in. Uh, the ability that we still have to talk to people and have graphics on the on the screen going out to people watching. Mm-hmm. And then I had the idea that we'll live stream all five or six hours of it. And then after that, we would, if you want to watch it or listen to it, you can buy access to it, yeah. whether behind a video or, or audio of it. So that's a whole other avenue that we have to mm-hmm. unlock. There has been zero prep. <laughs> So last night I had a bit of a, a, a mini panic attack mm. and yeah, I saw a, a flurry of texts coming yeah. thought while I was slaving over a, over a hot bucket of grout. That's right. <laughs> putting tiles up. DI Steve was at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, too busy doing DI Steve while I was sitting over here fretting about a thing more than 90 days away yeah the reason i'm not really worried about it yet is because we haven't even picked a charity yet well, so that's the problem so they're not missing out on anything yet right yeah and and i mean listen we've gotten two donations that now total well over 150 dollars mm-hmm. steve between our two do- because we, we we take a cut what are the other I, I think it's on that pile somewhere it's got to be somewhere like this would be a real oh, it's right there. <laughs> if we are yeah we've got a real good security system <laughs> we lost our one donation We've got a really good security oh, system going on. I just thought of the charity. Okay. And this, it's a charity that has uh, some history with this podcast. Okay. The LLDA. Oh! The Limbless Dogs Association. Yes, that's Limbless. Right. That's two. That's the first two. <laughs> the LLDA. That means, boy, poor Philip is going to have to get to work on that. Uh, on the... Uh, was it, the boxing was it Rock'em match. Sock'em it was Robots? Like, but yeah. Um, oh, no. Like a puppet. Like Marion robots, <laughs> and the only people in attendance were limbless dogs. Were limbless dogs. 
Well, that was a good bit. That was a great bit. I bet that was from the glory days when 2017. Well, if you want to know the glory days, we just have to get Stephen Humphrey on the phone because he has no qualms <laughs> about telling us when we've sucked for long stretches of time, right? <laughs> so um, the the cure for the cure is in the forefront of my mind, and we are yeah. still making uh, very cursory plans on how to do this. If anybody has any experience with it and would like to reach out, that would be tremendous as well for any tips or pointers for us on how to logistically do it we'll be able to figure it out we're both yeah. relatively savvy but if anybody with experience has done something like this it'd be neat I'm, to be able to have an insider's perspective i'm thinking something like twitch because i know that a lot of times uh gamers will stream yeah like they'll do streaming marathons yep where they're raising money and they'll have counters on the screen and everything so there has to be uh yeah i'm i'm sure that it's possible we just have to figure it out yeah so that stay tuned for that more details as we come along i'd really like to get a charity picked here this month, this month, yeah. and then start, well, we just picked one, and start getting uh, some guests lined up, people we can talk to during these six hours. Because Lord knows, who are you thinking? Like, you want local celebrities? No, no, no. People to come on over to, to the. Like, I think we try to get Brian from Pop Culture Leftovers okay. on again. Um, people that we may have spoken to in the past that we really mm-hmm. enjoyed. Maybe we see how Josh's baby is doing. That you may cry. <laughs> you know, I, I don't. Yeah, but I don't know if Josh. The guy whose baby I made cry really qualifies as like well, that's not a, a, no, no, a no. big name guest. No, but just people to talk to. Hey, stay tuned. We're talking to a guy whose baby I made cry like once. Maybe we get LT no offense, on Josh. the line. Oh, LT. Get, call in the big gun <laughs> so I can just go away. Now, <laughs> I'm thinking because we're gonna, we each need to have filler content ready. And okay. maybe because... This is going to be a long time. We're each going to need maybe a bathroom break, maybe a water break, whatever. Right. If you know, a few minutes away from the mic. By the way, I'm picturing this whole thing taking place outdoors. I mean, in the, in a perfect world, sure. I mean, if it's not 90 degrees yeah. or if it's not raining, yeah, that would be that would be nice. But it's also a long time just sitting outside. Yeah, well, we'll get an umbrella or something. <laughs> but I, we each need to have filler content, Steve. So I'll okay. have like my top five Houston Rockets from the 80s. Okay. You'll have your top five Jeep designs from the the two thousands. Yeah, things like that. We just need to have like didn't really change much. <laughs> we just need to have some filler list of things we want to talk about mm-hmm. that can fill some time. Yeah, we're gonna have open phones throughout yeah. the whole time too. But if uh, know that if you call in to the cure for the cure, the first question we're gonna ask is, mm-hmm. what can we put you down for? Yep, yep. And if you say you already have. The goal is that I'll be able to, you know, be staring at the the running tally. Mm-hmm. And so if you're lying to me, we're hanging up on you. Yeah. If I don't see, like, while we're talking to you, if yeah. I don't see the, your donation pop up yeah. on the little ticker within, I don't know, 15 seconds of you getting yeah. on the phone, you're out of here. Yeah. I think there's, there should be a minimum dollar amount if you want, if we, if you want to get on the phone with us that, you know, hey, you donated at least $20, $25. We'll talk to you for a few minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to pick... Steve's bringing about a Jeep. Yeah. That should be a million dollars. So I don't have to sit through it. <laughs> Happy to do it. Happy you, to do it. You want to on the fly hot take certain amount of dollars. So we'll set all of those rewards and all that stuff up as soon as we figure out how to, um, but yeah, Saturday, July 10, that event is on uh, published on Facebook. I pushed it to all social media last week, but uh, seeing as we're in the middle of poll badness, 2021, a lot of that stuff kind of gets a little bit buried. Mm-hmm. So, um, we still have a few more things that we need to get to, Steve. Did we want to get into poll badness? Did we want to talk to our friend Brian? Um, Let's get into, um, 
Yeah, let's let's jump into pole badness. Yeah. Oh, it's been so long. We'll just give you a quick recap of where we are with this. I'll read this. I'll go through the sweet 16 for you. Yeah. Oh, this just hits the right way. <laughs> this make you want to go out to the local schoolyard and shoot hoops. No, it makes me want to get in the ring. Here we go. If you want to be the best, you got to be a fighter. If you want to be the best, you got to show desire. <laughs> That's right, All right give us the Sweet 16. We are through two rounds officially of Pole Badness 2021. Now, in your, uh, if you're, in your opinion, has it been worth it? Yeah, because I like seeing what people think is funny and like what we've done that people remember throughout the year. I, okay. I like the look back, so I enjoy seeing this come to fruition. Do I like sitting there and counting commented votes on three different social media <laughs> platforms not Never. so much Never. i voted in one i saw i saw it when i was counting i was like wait a minute is that steve it was the only one it just popped up and i was like ah b for the second time let me try to find it steve i had to go to my wife for a tiebreaker hmm so she had to tie break one in round one. So she had to like log in and no, cast I just a vote. Her. She was sitting next to me. <laughs> I asked her. I think that you need to make her actually go and like right. we got to uphold the sanctity. I'll of have this. her go back two weeks and forty five social media posts to vote. Oh God! On uh, it's so funny. Two weeks ago, if you go to our Instagram and you just pull up like our profile and you scroll, it looks like we've uploaded the same picture every time. Uh, yeah, 40, yeah, 48 times so far. Steven, a nail biter in this in the round of thirty two. The number sixteen seed narrowly fell to the number mm. nine seed. That would have been a number sixteen wow. seed in the sweet sixteen. So is a horse racing a donkey through the desert, a classic tortoise in the hair situation, is bounced. Worry not though, Steve. There is uh, there's still some Cinderella stories to be had here in the Sweet Sixteen. So your remaining matchups for the Sweet Sixteen, Steve. Does the hard hat go over or under the cowboy hat? Mm, yeah, tough, tough question. Takes on are the only people who agree with Steve on polls: sheep, dumb people, and dickheads. The number four seed has had a strong showing mm-hmm. so far in the yeah. tournament. Next up, the number three seed: do they make boxing gloves for shark fins? <laughs> Now, this is why I'm surprised this one has made it so far, because this is one of the polls that prompted you and I to get upset on oh, the podcast because, because people, people took just, it so seriously. Yeah, it's like they forgot the joke. You don't. Of, they forgot that we're a podcast that's based on stupidity like this <laughs> and voted like 52% no. Like, well, well, how could you be so dumb? How? <laughs> they take on the number two seed. Now that coronavirus is dominating the headlines, are the sharks making their move? Mm, I so remember that. Two... Shark poles, one will leave. Hmm. Just the way it all should all work with the sharks. Yeah, but it just shows that they're, what if they join forces? And they both make it. <laughs> the number nine seed, has anyone willingly eaten a Salisbury steak in the last 15 years? Takes on another really strong show or surprising the number five seed. Will there inevitably be a war on the Zack with armies led by Steve and the Frisboers? I like the one about the Salisbury steak because of the way it was worded. Yeah. Not have you willingly yeah. eaten a Salisbury steak? Has anyone a blanket? <laughs> like outside of that being your only option at high at you know the cafeteria for lunch, <laughs> have you eaten a Salisbury steak? Mm. 
Number six seed. Now, Steve, I, I know I've said it a few times. That this, this number six seed is, is a real front runner for making the final really? four. Oh, I underseeded is what happened. Okay. Is Steve the nutmeg of the side gig? Ah, Baldy and nutmeg. Takes on one of my favorites, though. Number two is Sonny Bono, the godfather <laughs> of, of the, the ski, ski tree incident. incident. <laughs> which is just inarguable in its factual basis. Yeah. Number eight seed. Does this podcast end with a slip and fall lawsuit coming Definitely. off an upset of the number one seed, Steve? That number eight moves on to the Sweet Sixteen. Versus number four. Do you tip an elevator operator after successful <laughs> elevation? I just love the wording of that one. Thanks for the elevation, sir. <laughs> and you do that thing where you you have the, you shake his hand dollars in your fingers. <laughs> but it's got to if you're tipping an elevator operator, it's got to be a, like a two dollar bill. Yeah. Right, it's it's old timey. Yeah. It's a, it's a a, a, a silver dollar, <laughs> yeah, and or you a two it. dollar bill. Yeah. yeah, you have to Ding! flick <laughs> as you walk away, right? So you don't see if he catches it or not. Number six. Well, no, of course he doesn't catch it because he's busy closing that cage. That's right. Yeah, the only people who need operators are elevators with cages, right? Yeah. yeah. The number six seat is turning the hat backward on your ride. An official passing of the scoot torch. <laughs> Which is what happened oh, when you boy. sold the scoot just about quite, a year ago. I was say I had questions today about the scoot. Okay, uh, but you know maybe we'll 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 get to that another time. Well, no, I mean we have to. Well, nothing pertinent. It was just you know how are you emotionally handling it as we approach the year anniversary? You know, but maybe next week. <laughs> Versus number seven is the Good and Plenty, the Edmund Fitzgerald of the candy world. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Comparing a box candy. To a disaster, maritime a disaster. Maritime disaster from 40 years ago. Yeah. The only number one seed, Steve, who made the Sweet 16 were the apostles known for chiseling the word boobs <laughs> into rocks. I remember that one. People getting very upset about, too. That's got a real Gonzaga feel to it, though. They're <laughs> steamrolling through competition right now. Like when I'm counting the votes, it's three to one. They're mm. absolutely dominating their competition so far versus the number 13 seed. Are you related to your spouse? Lastly, the final matchup of the Sweet 16. Again, these will all be this week live on our social media. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Steve and Kyle. That's where you need to comment to vote. Yeah, I think I'm going to spread them out a bit more this okay. week. Well, because, we only have eight matchups. So. Yeah, so maybe I'll do like two Tuesday, two Wednesday, two Thursday, okay. two Friday. Kind of stagger them throughout the yeah. day. So that way people aren't just... The problem with doing 32 matchups there is... It. Yeah, I mean, it's just... There's so many... And people get tired of them so quickly. So, yeah, couple we'll spread chances, them out a bit more. couple chances for Cinderella here in the final matchup seed. The number 11 seed. What are Frisbee people referred to as? Frizzers or Frisbos? Frisbos. Frisbos versus definitely. the number 10 seed. Is the packing peanut industry still around? <laughs> so we are guaranteed at least one double-digit seed to make the, uh, the Elite oh, Eight. Oh, boy, that's exciting. So stay tuned. Those will be live on social media this week this has been i've enjoyed seeing it because we seeded all these we were in the decision den or the discussion den the discussion den and we seeded all these and it you know watching people's reaction to them you know only one number one seed has made the final 16 a real upset laden tourney so far so thanks everybody who has voted and who continues to vote there at steve and kyle yeah facebook twitter instagram you can vote on all of them even after the fact, you can still go back and just look at some of the matchups. Yeah, yeah. So if, if you want to look back and see how the bracket went, because trust me, trust me, <laughs> I tried to make a bracket. I did. <laughs> it is impossible to fit the text of these polls 
into a bracket of 64 mm. that you can still legibly read. So yeah. I'm sorry. I wanted to do it. Well, hopefully by next year, if we do it this way again, I'll have something better figured out. Maybe next year, the bracket can be something that is just text-based, and then we could easily come up with a bracket. Like, perhaps... Uh, if we could come up with, because I know that we've probably come up with hundreds of different spinoff podcasts that we wanted to do sure. on the show. Maybe we could have a list of them. I, I mean, if like, we had what, a list of all of our characters we've created, you know, Tom Yetto, the apple and, and egg eater, <laughs> you know, we, we've got one eyed, one eyed someone. I don't remember all uh, of them is the problem. There was uh, uh wasn't there a switchblade someone? <laughs> There's seasonal Sammy. Seasonal Sammy. There's, there's so many, but yeah. I don't remember. Scare, uh, Scarecorn. Scare, or Corn uh, Man and Scarecorn. Corn Man and Scarecorn. So maybe we can do a bracket of your favorite <laughs> Stephen Kyle character or caricature. Throughout the years. Yeah. yeah. But the problem's going to be digging through and trying to remember all of those that we've created. But Yeah. Um, I mean, Slipknot Joe, the Lattice Man. Slipknot. That's what it was. I was thinking Switchblade oh, yeah. Joe. We've got Slipknot Joe. But we, we got Wreck. Need, I was going to say, we don't even need to run the tournament. Because we've got Wreck, and he's the one seed, and it's over. <laughs> he's going to win. Because he's the one seed who had an who yeah. we were able to play an audio platform of him. This is Sam, or Sam, this is Wreck. I mean, just what you would expect a man named Wreck to I sound need to, like. God, I, why don't I have that saved? Oh, as... that needs to be whenever we get around to hooking up this expensive new mixer <laughs> we bought that's sitting on the ground. <laughs> We need to put that on the hotkeys. Remember the the like the hurry to order that and get the. You were like, "Hey, if it's there on Monday, I'll get it on the way home <laughs> from your mailbox." And we did. Yeah. I handed. I barely opened the package to make sure it was there. Yeah. Handed it to you at my front door. Yeah. That was two and a half weeks ago. It seems like. Oh yeah, honestly, it feels longer than that. So Man. I don't feel as bad. Has not been very fast, but yeah, we'll. Uh, I think it's kind of neat to do something different every year too. Mm-hmm. For the uh, for the March Madness tournament that we we try to replicate. Oh, sorry, the March uh, third month sports. of the year craziness. Yeah, that's what I should change. I should make a bracket of the final sixteen. Third month of the year craziness. <laughs> Parentheses pull badness. So it's like a movie with a subtitle. Um, Steve, we I, I mentioned this a couple weeks ago, and then uh, as typical, forgot about it. Mm-hmm. Talk to. My friend, or our friend, Brian Krause yesterday said he would be around for us to give him a call. We have a lot of questions because, as you know, it was uh, the Jewish holiday Passover this past week. Yep. Passover happened. It was Passover. How do you, how do you refer? It was Passover one day? Uh, I believe Passover is just one day. Just one of many reasons, Steve, that we need to get our friend Brian on the phone so we can ask him all of the details about Passover, Rumspringa, <laughs> how, his, how his family celebrated the holiday. <laughs> Jew, Jew, Jew. Actually, I'm all good. We don't need to get him on the phone. <laughs> you don't even want to. I mean, I'd love to talk to him, but God, I it's love really, that. I it's love really, that intro. It's really an excuse to play that that intro. I love right? it so much. All right, so we'll dial up Brian. Where's Brian from? Where's the 603 area code? So we'll get Brian on. <laughs> I believe he's in New Hampshire. That sounds about right. Hello? Hello, Brian Krause. How are you, sir? Yes. Very well, sir. And yourself? Good. It's the Steve and Kyle podcast. 
Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, it comes up as Stephen Kyle, so I kind of. Oh, look at that! Oh. Okay, you got our number saved. Boy, oh boy, what yeah, a I got it saved. What a rousing welcome it is, Brian. Yeah. It's been a while. <laughs> Uh, Brian, before we get into oh, I, can't, I can't wait to listen back to that and just hear the awkward pause and then, yep. Before well, we... I, I didn't know if you needed me to talk or uh, well, I was waiting for you to talk. No, so it's all right. It's all right. Brian, Brian, at ease. We're it... off to a fantastic start. I think it was handled beautifully on all ends. <laughs> uh, Brian, before we uh, get into the, the Passover holiday and how you and your family celebrate or spent the day, Many, many thank you. You sent us a nice gift package a while ago. We haven't had a chance to properly thank you. Uh, a couple of dreidels included in there. Some yes. candy, some nice chocolate candies. I forget what else was included, but yeah, very nice uh, gift package. So thank you very much. Oh, you're very welcome. I know you've uh, already gotten plenty of entertainment out of the dreidels. The dreidels, uh, they sit proudly on <laughs> one, of our, one of our shelves. Yeah. And uh, whenever we have... Um, any, basically, I, I don't know if, uh, we're using them correctly. In fact, I'm sure we're not using them correctly, <laughs> but we, we use them almost like a, like a coin. If we have a decision to make yeah. or we have to determine who's going to, you know, who gets to go first or second, we spin the dreidels and we arbitrarily assign each of the symbols a ranking. And then whoever gets the best one wins. Yeah. That's how you do it. Right. I mean. I mean, honestly, is there really any wrong way to use a dreidel? You know, that's a good question. <laughs> you know, seeing as seeing as I we, feel like we should be asking you that. Yeah. <laughs> seeing as we now, you I know, we, I, we have the dreidels. We, <laughs> we have the dreidels. We use them. We 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 have enjoyed the candy you sent us. Are you able, or do you need to go maybe above your head to to now uh, put us in and maybe nominate us as honorary members of the Jewish community? Is that possible for you to do? <laughs> I don't think I have that kind of power there. Okay. No. Now, Phyllis, now bring us back up to speed because the last time we talked to you, prob- was it last year? Maybe the year before last? I don't even remember. Oh, uh, oh well, it doesn't really matter. I don't remember matter. offhand. But <laughs> yeah. now you, you, would, um, you had said that growing up you didn't really celebrate uh, the Jewish holidays until later in life. Was that it? Was, am I remembering that correctly? Um, Kind of not really. I've never really been a, I don't want to say hardcore Jew, you know, Mm. I'm Well, I just make it seem like you turn your hat backwards and go (laughs) skateboarding. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Probably more like, you know, the traditional kind of uh, Easter Sunday Christian type of, you know, every so often. Right. Growing up, definitely not. Um, My dad got remarried when I was, I think, 16, and then... They decided at that point that they That's what it was. to do be more involved in that, and I kind of got involved through that. Okay. Know? So my my knowledge is very limited. I don't really do much. You know, I didn't marry a Jewish woman, so mm-hmm. you know, most of my is kind of you know we light the Hanukkah candles. Uh, it's been a few years since I've gone to a seder. Um, okay. Obviously, not nothing last year, um, but we used to go to my father's and we'd go do uh, Passover Seder, and we'd do uh, go down at like Rosh Hashanah. Uh, that's probably about the the limit of my involvement. Gotcha. Okay, so let me ask you this: about you know when when you decided to start 
being more involved, did you remember much, or was it like a blank slate for you when you decided to oh, kind of get blank back? Slate. Okay. okay, yeah, yeah. That's a, that... I mean, the, the most the most from my childhood is we did. I remember always, almost every year, going to a seder. Um, but I also remember the seder being pretty much like a five minute version, if you will. You know, like you you get a little booklet, and there's you know the the head of the family would do um you know they would read through certain sections and every few minutes they'd be like okay let's skip ahead three pages and let's okay. skip ahead two pages so, so the the seder the seder is is it a is it a dinner yes and no it, it's kind of a ceremony built around dinner okay there's a whole there's a whole bunch of different steps so you have this little book it's called a uh, haggadah um, Haggadah. I always remember H A G G A D A H. I believe is okay. the spelling. Love their ice cream. And it's like if you remember the like essay composition books you would get in high school. Yeah, you know, little blue books. Uh huh. It's about that size, maybe a little. It's like little maybe thirty or forty pages thick. Mm-hmm. And it, it has the ones we always had, and I don't know if they're different versions. We always had one. One side of the page was in English, and the other side was in Hebrew. Oh, wow. And you would read through, and it would say, you know, step one, you know, and it would be, you know, do X, Y, Z, you know, depending on where you were at in the ceremony. And there would be, someone would read a little passage or a prayer, and then after you read that, you might pass a certain food item around the table. It was like bitter herbs. Um, oh, okay. I think to fill the fish, you know, just and you would take a small sample. Um, at various points, the adults would uh, be asked to drink a cup of wine. Um, my wife likes to refer to it as the Jewish drinking game because <laughs> uh, I, I believe it's like four times you have to drink a cup of wine. So, I gotcha. um, you know, you, you know, she she likened it to that, so it kind of made it a little entertaining. You know, it'd be like, okay, everybody drink. Now, the Wikipedia for the oh. Seder, for the Passover Seder, Brian, mentions, you know, the partaking of foods, and you mentioned the four cups yep. of wine, eating matzah, and then it finally mentions reclining and celebration of freedom. So is that the point where you and the whole family kind of gets in all of your recliners and simultaneously <laughs> uses the lever <laughs> to the kick lever. the recliner out? <laughs> all your feet go up. Yep, yep. Or do you have, do you have like, exactly. a sectional couch <laughs> where the whole thing is a recliner? <laughs> I don't recall that ceremony. Um, <laughs> that must have been a different sect of the Judaism yeah. religion. No, it's funny uh, because no, it was... I I have uh, I have quite a few Jewish friends, and um, but I yeah. I don't I my knowledge of it obviously is very limited, and um, but I wondered because last week I saw a lot of them posting you know posting photos of uh, Passover Seder, and I remember looking at it and I'm like, man, like. I don't mean to pass judgment, but that looks like the crappiest dinner I've ever seen because it's well, basically, yeah, so the, it's just like little, like you said, herbs and stuff like that. But yeah. now realizing that it's not an actual like, hey, let's sit down and feast dinner. It makes a lot more sense. It's kind of like two courses, if you will. The first course is you go through the ceremony and then when when we would finish and you know, like I said, as a kid, it, it was a very quick version and I, I always took it as more of a, a good reason to have a, you know, a nice big family dinner yeah. uh, more than anything, uh, you know, and it was a way to, you know, kind of keep the, the tradition going. And I always remember it would be you do the ceremony and then once that was done, um, they, 
my grandparents, when we, we did it there, it was at one of my aunts and uncles usually, um, they had the, it was hide the matzah, and they would hide them, <laughs> hide a few pieces of matzah depending on how many kids were in the house. Um, you know, that would be, there would be that many, and each kid would go out and find one, you'd get a couple bucks in cash or something. A couple Kinda bucks? Like couple, egg hunt. Yeah, a couple bucks. Like that's, a, that's, a decent, yeah, uh, that's a decent I haul. I don't remember. Yeah, it, I, again, I don't remember the exact amount. I could be, you know, it could have been a dollar for right. all I know. Um, and uh, it would, you know, and then once that was done, then it was the dinner. And it was almost always brisket, which is, you mm. know, one, one of our favorite. Oh, that is a solid. That is a yeah. solid yeah, choice. A way to end the day right there. That is a, that is a yeah. good, good decision yeah. there. Now, Brian, before we let you go, yeah. how old are your children now? Um, I have one who's 18 and off to college next year. Oh, wow. Scary. And my other one turned 16 in a month. Okay, how, Brian, how old are you? I am 48 going on 49. I always wow, assumed, I talking to you, that you were like 31, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> nope. We all have a very young-sounding voice. Yeah. So, well, well now that your, your children are that <laughs> old, they already went through. This has been a couple years now. Can you recap? How their rum springer was a couple of years ago. <laughs> Don't recall them having. <laughs> oh, so they came back. Well, that's great news, Brian. That's fantastic news. Last time I checked, still not a Jewish thing. But... Well, we'll check in next year and just to see uh, yep. just to see if anything else. <laughs> Brian, as always, thank you for your expertise. It was good to hear from you again. My pleasure, guys. Thanks so much. Have Take care. Day. Happy uh, Passover. Happy Have a tomorrow too. All right. Have a good day. Is it Happy Passover? Thanks. It's got to be Happy Passover, right? Have a good Passover. Happy Passover. Joyous Passover. Boy, guess we'll have to put that down on the list of questions to ask Brian next year. Next year, or we uh, we try to double up this year and go Hanukkah, or do we call him back? Do we text him? Shoot him a quick text. Uh, do you say yeah? Did we offend him by saying a Happy Passover? I don't think so. I don't think so. He doesn't no. seem like he's offended. No, no, no. Uh, Brian no. was the one who gave me a very verbal thumbs down on that intro um, when we debuted it a couple of years ago. And I asked him if, uh, you know, I apologize. said, is this a, is it offensive? If you find it offensive, we'll get rid of it immediately. And he said, no, he just didn't think it was very good. <laughs> well, uh, I know at least two people who disagree. <laughs> Just to show you how wrong he is. <laughs> Jew, Jew, Jew. Uh, unlike Yom Kippur, which occurs in the fall and is a somber holiday, it's appropriate to wish someone a happy Passover okay. because it's also about celebrating life after being enslaved. I never get answers to the questions I really have. I still don't know what Passover is. I still don't know what Rosh Hashanah is. Mm. Um, I, I believe ne- Passover is the celebration... Yeah, the celebrating of life after being enslaved. So, I I, I obviously I know what Rumspringa is. These are all questions for next year. Next time, just pile to the list. Maybe next year will be the first year I get an answer (laughs) that I actually have a question that's actually meaningful outside of me asking if his grown children (laughs) enjoyed Rumspringa in their teenage years. Thank you once again, Brian. It's always a pleasure to talk to him. Got a few polls from last week, Steve. If you have the uh, the lovely Melissa Vaughn ready mm. to introduce that for me. Time to see how wrong everyone else is. It's poll recap time. Find the polls at Stephen Kyle on Twitter. 
All right, thank you very much, Melissa. As always, enjoy the other side of the pond. <laughs> Did you ever say that when you were over there? Like, oh, boy, a couple months, and I got to go back across the pond. No, but I remember saying back to the States. I don't think I ever said stateside. You must have been such an <laughs> ass. I don't know why you have to be offensive. But I do know why, because that's what you do. <laughs> I just imagine knowing you then and just having to sit down from being dizzy from my eyes rolling so hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I remember my friend's who I was over there with telling me that I like, I basically looked like captain America. Cause that was when I had like blonde parted down the middle hair and uh, you know, wore like USA America yeah. t-shirts. As we talked about before, you obviously thought you're going to go over there, have sex with half the nation's women <laughs> because you're an American man. Yeah. Because I have an exotic accent yeah, to them. Yeah. Oh man. boy. Did I really, I really thought that something like that was going to happen. Yeah, you just based love, on yeah, movies. Yeah, you thought the loves. That's what I was gonna. I, was, I wanted to ask Brian something about uh, you know Jewish, uh, how they're portrayed in movies as well. Add to the list for next year. Mm -hmm. But yeah, you thought you were coming home with a overseas British love interest mm -hmm. that you would then have to figure it out how to make it work. Yeah. eventually one of you would have to move across the pond. Yeah, to be with the other. Oh boy, don't even get me started on the 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 relationship status at that time. Oh, oh just a messy. Uh, oh, messy. Yeah. Steve, last week, our rolling centuries, a thing as you developed uh, <laughs> your idea that the new deal of the century happened. Even though the last one happened about three years ago, 56% mm -hmm. uh, of the audience said no. So not that, okay. Not that big of a difference. So there's, mm. There's a group of idiots out there who think your idea is 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 valuable. Yeah. Is Steve going to hate the Comanche after it's fully rebuilt? 65% of the audience said yes. Oh, no. My That's favorite brutal. poll maybe ever. Rank Steve's loves. Your options were Jeeps, the movie Rad, Family, and Neighbors. Okay. How would you like me to read these results? First to fourth or fourth just, just to first? Give it, just give it to me straight. Okay, you're actually no. Go 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 bottom to top. Bottom to top with less than four percent of the vote. <laughs> oh, no. Steve, your least loved item is neighbors. Okay, I thought it All was. Right. Uh, I thought it was a horse race between neighbors and family. Yeah, and I was right <laughs> because with less than nineteen percent of the vote, my family family was third place. Oh, I'm boy. I'm happy my wife doesn't listen anymore. Steve, your second favorite love with 25% of the vote, the movie Rad. Mm, yeah. And your number one love <laughs> with not just a, a winning a percentage of the vote, a majority of the vote. <laughs> of course. With 52.5% of the vote, yeah. Jeeps is Steve's number right. one love. Woo. We'll get now that it's out there, I feel better. Maybe a little Jeep talk next week as yeah. I had some questions walking in today. I okay. thought... I thought things were different than what I saw them mm. when I was walking into yeah. your home. And uh, I was quite yeah, stunned. Yeah, because yeah, you uh, you came in through the garage. Normally yeah. it's front, the front door, door, but you got yeah. you, you got to walk through the lab. Got a little peek at the uh, at the Comanche, which you probably could have hired a couple of cavemen to build a Comanche from scratch by now. <laughs> and it would have been done. Look, this was not this was never planned to be a fast project. I need to tell you very quickly. Uh, we've we talked about him. We need to talk to him. 
He's reminded me numerous times that he submitted a review probably five years ago now, mm. or four and a half years ago, uh, to get on the list for Two Minutes of Awkward Conversation, and we never called him. And he invited us up to the Upper Peninsula to go jeeping. My it's friend, be your Chris, friend Chris. He was in town last night, and we were talking a little jeep because he drove yeah. his his piece of junk jeep <laughs> to my house. What's he got? I don't even know. Is it a Cherokee? Piece of crap one. It, it looked like it was missing part of the front end. So it's like instead of having that full front, you know, that looks kind of squared off. Yeah. It was like missing the whole bottom half. <laughs> like a bumper? Yeah, yeah, I think it was just a bumper. But, the, you know, wires dangling. It's just a piece <laughs> of garbage. They're leaving last night from our house. And Who, wife who's open, it? Him oh, and that's wife. right. He has a wife. That always surprises yeah. me. His wife's getting in the passenger seat. No interior lights turn on because there are none. <laughs> and she we must were, be a saint. We were sitting. Oh, she is good. I don't know how she's done it for as long as she has. We were talking about the Comanche a tiny bit, Steve. Really? The Comanche? You should have You should have called. And he said, I can't believe he's actually fixing the rust. Really? That is, he said, that is one of like the most difficult, labor intensive, longest. Mm-hmm. I believe the word dumbest <laughs> things to do was used it's, as well. Look, the fact that uh, like 260,000 of these were produced and 260,000 of them <laughs> rusted out. That's God's way of saying yeah. this was a bad idea. Yeah. You're going to be one of 260,000 rust free <laughs> in the year 2026 when this thing's on I the know. road. And then something's going to happen. A deer's going to run out yeah, in front no of question. me or you're going like to blow a tire and hit a guardrail on exactly. like day 2. It's going to be a disaster. Yeah. I don't I should just sell it now. Get my parking spot back in the garage because, man, this was a rough winter parking outside. Yeah, that that's a harken back to your yeah. even your. Did you even have not have a garage at your apartment when you moved here? Oh, no, no garage at the apartment. OK, yeah. so that was the last time you were pro- outside of projects um, and, and small breaks. For honestly, a garage honestly, the, the majority of the time I've been here, I haven't had a garage. Well, I had a garage at my old house, but that was also the time when I had two trucks. Oh, that's so right. one of them would always be parked in there, that's right. which would mean that I would have to park the other one out in the street. Yeah. And um, yeah. And then at Annette's house, I couldn't park in the garage there because that was her garage. And uh, yeah. So you, you've become accustomed to the teenage way of life of <sighs> driveway parking. I'm going to build a garage. It's going to happen. You, you have one. Well, yeah, I know, but like a workshop. Oh, okay. Like I got you. Yeah. I, I I thought you literally meant like another stall to your garage. <laughs> I'm gonna put it in front of my current one, <laughs> yeah, so this... and then it'll have a door on the front and the back. A drive through, <laughs> you know. So it's yeah. like a two deep just on the second stall. Yeah. Do you have to knock three times to get to the wirer? Seventy-two <laughs> percent of the audience said yes. It's yeah, obvious. Of yeah. It's very obvious. And lastly, would you read a book titled "The Dynamics of the Zack" written by me? Fifty-eight percent of the audience said yes, they would. I would. Yeah. I would be honored to write that. I don't know where to start, considering your neighbors won't talk to you. Uh, <laughs> the one neighbor won't talk to you. Yeah. Although Annette did say that uh, when she was coming back from somewhere, I think a walk yesterday, they were pulling out of the driveway, and she said that they both gave enthusiastic waves. Oh, no, it's too late. It's too late. It kind of is. It's, it's been, been a. Year, it's been a year and a half. Yeah. It's it's been yeah. too long for them to now decide we can be somewhat cordial. I don't know if. The, the the person in jail that they're in witness protection from <laughs> met an untimely demise, and so now yeah. they're more comfortable or what. But you know what? Frizzboers, no. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Not going to happen. 
Those are your polls this week. Again, at Steve and Kyle on Twitter. So now the the return of the long-awaited... Best five, six, two, two. One, two, three, four, five, five, four, three, two, one. You almost forgot about this, didn't you? Not when almost. I did. Yeah. Otherwise, I wouldn't have gone through the polls because yeah. of the time. Yeah, the time, is, uh, the time is of the essence. Now, we are going to do the Fast Five in the way that it was designed. Yep, word the, association. The way that we, we envisioned it from the beginning some almost five years ago. Uh, would you? I, did, did I go first last time or did you? Oh, you know, yeah, uh, me, one year ago. Let me look at my notes. Boy, it looks like I went first last time, Steve. All right. You go ahead. I guess I'm going to go first this time then. Number one, vaccinations, specifically COVID-19 vaccinations. Good to see the number going higher. Uh, next, the Suez Canal boat, the Ever Given, I think it was called. Not, you know, it turned into an internet meme that, again, not funny. <laughs> I, maybe I'm just not internet savvy enough to find funny, but good God, none of those jokes were funny. Uh, number three, the I don't know how to say his name. Is it Derek Chauvin? 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 Chauvin Chauvin. trial. The Derek Chauvin trial kicked off this week. I am not optimistic. Really? Yeah, I I don't know why. There's just no track record to show me that someone's going to be held accountable for what happened. Yeah, you're right. Next, the Olympics. Coming up this summer. Yeah, August, Tokyo, the 2020 Olympics. I think they're still calling them the 2020 Olympics as well. Um, I like the Olympics. I mean, I don't know how it's going to look this year, but I like watching. Because they're not allowing any foreign no nobody uh, from outside i'm curious what they're going to do in terms of can residents go meaning media? Me, uh, spectators right what I'm yeah not allowing any foreign spectators yep i'll be curious I'm, I'm always interested and in even more so now to see the appearance because these countries spend billions of dollars to make this infrastructure in these venues and for them to now say we can't even sell tickets yeah it's even more of a money hole than they usually are and finally major league baseball opening day yesterday you know, I, I've become jaded because as I as I age into my sports fandom, I become more jaded about my teams because when you're a kid, all you care about is, well, they're not good, but maybe they'll be better. <laughs> but now I see, you know, I, I peel back the curtain a little bit and see, oh, boy, these owners are raking in billions and they're, mm-hmm. you know, they're kind of slapping the players around in terms of a non-guaranteed contract. And I like it less and less. Yeah. But there I was. TV, Still watching. TV was on, watching the Detroit Tigers opening day. How'd they do? On, uh, they won. An upset. I did not expect hey, them to win. Undefeated. They beat another crappy team. but they, Undefeated. But they won. Uh, cool to see, even though in Detroit it was 30 degrees and snowing and looked miserable to be there for the 4,000 people who paid tickets. And for the turnaround back to the Olympics, are you going to watch? Yeah. Yeah, I'll be tuning in. Because um, I don't think that like the lack of... a yeah, diverse that, that spectatorship matter, right? I, I don't care yeah if uh if there's gonna be people in the stands it'll still mm-hmm. feel somewhat normal and i'm always a little bit curious like i i get a little bit um less interested when i find out stuff's tape delayed mm-hmm. because when you we have the internet now you can just you find can it. i mean we're not up. in 1980 lake placid where people didn't know the united states hockey team beat rush until it aired right um we're in a day and age now where it's hey there's this big event but it didn't air live well you can tune in at eight o'clock on nbc yeah feels a little bit like well i know it's going to happen but it's still i don't know it's a little bit but yeah i'll be there the Derek chauvin trial not optimistic i haven't been following it because i don't want to get caught in the weeds uh or deep in the weeds about the minutia of who's blaming who and what we all know what happened i'm not optimistic i'm just more curious to see how the public and people are going to react when this thing ends yeah i saw one clip that kind of went viral from a uh, a woman was being she was testifying she was a a paramedic, a firefighter, paramedic, sure. and there was a lot. There was a, a very testy back and forth between yep. her and the uh, 
the prosecuting was it the prosecuting attorney no the defense attorney uh just uh, it it annoyed me for her because he was trying to explain he was trying to ask questions and she was like no that's that's not how my job works you don't know what you're talking about oh. i do but he was trying to obviously trying to back her into a corner sure. to to say something yeah an interesting uh defense theory for for the police officer who's charged here so yeah. And first one on the list, vaccinations, the Fauci ouchie. Yeah, they, so you got your Fauci ouchie, right? I'm halfway home. Me too. Halfway home. Um, I am most pleased with the number that you see whenever they release a poll about people who are hesitant to get it. Mm-hmm. That number is dropping. There's always going to be a group who is not going to be interested in getting it, but that number is going down. I think the Johnson and Johnson vaccine had a lot to do with it because it's Johnson, one, one shot, one shot. And it's a name people recognize a little bit more yeah. than Moderna, which is before this was literally known for never providing a medical vaccine that worked <laughs> before this. So, yeah. um, but Pfizer also kind of known, but mostly known for you know, Viagra and not, yeah. not vaccination. So uh, I'm, I'm happy to see that number go down, but boy, it still feels like slow going, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. But we went to um, the other day uh, where we are in Michigan. They opened it up to uh, originally it was going to be April 5th, this coming uh, two days from now. By the way, it is Saturday, April 3rd, 2021, the year of our Lord, the Stephen Kyle podcast. Uh, Originally, April 5th was the date that they had set for anyone 16 and older to be eligible to get the vaccine. And then last week, kind of out of nowhere, six days early. Uh, a message went out. Luckily, I got a text from a coworker who said he just happened to be sitting in line at a parent at a you know pick, kid pickup at his kid's school, and just happened to like refresh one of the news sites as the uh, as the notification went out. Yep. He sent everyone on the show a link. He's like, "Hey, vaccinations are open. Just set one for tomorrow." Luckily, I got the message immediately immediately ran upstairs grabbed my uh uh my my health insurance card yep. went onto the website booked me and Annette appointments for the next day sure and um by that night you couldn't you couldn't book an appointment already anymore. full so wow. we went there on i think it was tuesday and it was awesome the amount of people that showed up to get yeah. it and just they really, really did a great job of organizing it, keeping people separated, and it like you knew exactly what you had to do when you got in there, and it was awesome. Yeah, my both my parents were vaccinated at the same place, and commented about how smooth and how quick it ended yeah. up going. Yeah, it was great considering the amount of people going in. We were out walking of out of there, and it was Annette and I were commenting to each other about how cool it was just to be out somewhere and like somewhat interacting with sure. people everyone there was so happy yeah everybody as you were walking hey thanks for coming in have a good day see you see you in three weeks a change in tone as yeah. there's like this you know light at the end of the tunnel yeah. That, yeah that everybody can see we'll still screw it up somehow though yeah don't you worry don't worry and uh that was it steve first in the fast five for me this week matt gates I don't really know much about this. Um, I don't. I only know the headlines, but it sounds like it's only getting worse. Yeah, I know that there was an awkward exchange between him and Tucker Carlson. Yeah, and I can see why it would be awkward. I haven't even seen that. I only know the the news and the investigation going okay. on around him. Second, Easter. You're you're an Easter fan. Uh, the biggest. 
the bunny and everything candy jelly beans tier four holiday officially (laughs) i believe i mean but look you have to admit that one of the greatest things about easter is tier one and that is the uh reese's peanut butter egg oh the cadbury egg Give me the Cadbury cream oh, egg. Oh, you're going Cadbury, Cadbury over Reese's? Oh. Absolutely. Oh. Absolutely. Tier no. 10. No. Okay. Well, we don't have any polls this week, but that's it. What do you prefer? The the Cadbury there cream egg? There is no or the... way that you win this one. I, I think you're wrong. <laughs> no Cadbury chance. Cadbury cream egg. They're still airing that commercial. The buck, buck, yes, buck, buck, buck. because it's a classic. It's a classic commercial. Reese's Tier 1 commercial. Peanut butter egg or... The Cadbury cream egg. If you get even 8% of the vote, I'll be shocked. Shocked. There's nothing different. Shocked and appalled. It's a peanut butter cup in the shape of an egg. It's the same thing as a Reese's peanut butter cup. Exactly. Reese's nailed it. The first time they nailed it. And now all they do is stamp them out in different shapes and different sizes. It's the Christmas tree. Tier one. Uh, you'll, you'll be you're spending with the in-laws having yourself uh, frustrated i'm gonna eat a chucky c jr having yourself some lamb chops or anything tomorrow i don't know or? i'm not sure what's on the menu i know that i'm making mashed potatoes though very nice yeah. hard to do you gotta peel the potato and mash it <laughs> don't know why uh my mashed potatoes are now under attack you gonna do anything to liven them up or is it really just you know boil and mash I do a little garlic, a little garlic every now and then. Yeah, don't get too much flavor. Uh, <laughs> third, Major League Baseball opening day. Couldn't care less. I think wow. the only reason I care about it is because I know that it's spring and summer is coming. Next up, the NFL draft. Oh, oh, do we have time? Yeah. Do we have time? I've got a, I've got, yeah. this is, this is an NFL draft. Unlike one that has ever happened because we are talking no scouting combine to get all the players in one place. So it's all separate at their like schools and they're running drills. Hmm. How do you scout properly? Are there going to be four quarterbacks going in the first four picks or four in the first top five? That's almost unheard of. Are any of them going to pan out? The NFL draft is like the, ah, oh, it's so exciting. You agree? What? Lastly, <laughs> Kong versus Godzilla. Godzilla vs. Kong. I Godzilla vs. Kong. Yeah. I think. Um, I, I'm interested, but I heard that the I heard the reviews were not good. No, the reviews are great. Really? Yeah. Finished. I think maybe like- it, okay. Then maybe it's my informal Facebook poll reviews, where uh, people I know who have seen it said it's a it's a giant giant turd. Yeah. No, I believe. Uh, let me pull up the uh, the Rotten Tomatoes score for it right now. I don't. It's it was high. Yeah. It was uh, it was very high. And surprising because monster movies are not easy to make, Mm -hmm. let alone um, now when you're talking about two of the the monsters, if you will, that are, you know, considered legendary. Right. It's at 76% Steve on Rotten Tomatoes with Mm. um, 6.8 on IMDb, if you consider that. But yeah. Wait, Godzilla and Kong, are they from, as you know, I know nothing about. Sure. Are they from different universes? No, 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 no. So they're so, so they're they're in the same universe. It wouldn't be like, um, like Superman taking on like Mighty Mouse or something, right? Would it? Right. Yeah. I mean, they're they're both owned um, by the same you know big company. 
or whatever. And so this it's Legendary Pictures who now kind of distributes these movies. There's been a couple of Kong movies in the last few years, two Godzilla movies in the last seven or eight years. They started teasing these two meeting up here at the end of the last movie in 2018. Right. And then obviously, you know, COVID happened. They pushed it a little bit. But yeah, it is um, all over HBO Max. Steve, I am sitting in a private rented movie theater tonight to watch this. With uh, like just you? No, like eight or like eight or ten other people paid the uh i i i wanted to i i love the movies mm-hmm. I, i've talked about that for a long time want to sit in a theater i figured this big loud noisy monster movie is the perfect time to do it they had a pretty good deal to rent a theater for yourself and up to however many people got mm-hmm. a bunch of people together interesting don't I'm checking back through my text right now i should go back and find the audio of the podcast that i said <sighs> i was doing this on and you said yeah yeah, that sounds fun. And then you told me this week that you were going, uh, going up to the coast. I don't <laughs> going up to the coast. <laughs> Makes me sound like some pretentious like, Connecticut dickhead. I guess going to the lake house or something this weekend. Steve and his, Steve uh, and the family. Yes, we're going to a lake house, not my lake house. I mean, listen, I don't, I, I don't know what you do with your finances. So. But yeah, yes, no, that the, came out. Uh, Yes, the the car will be here to pick us up. <laughs> Been making a a ton of cash overseas as it released in theaters on HBO Max this week. Before that, the NFL draft. Who do you think your Philadelphia Eagles are taking? Oh, uh, uh, the long haired quarterback guy. Oh, wow, Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. How about that? Oh, I pulled God. that name. They're going to trade up for Trevor Lawrence. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> uh, before that, Major League Baseball opening day. You don't care. You're mm-hmm. not even remotely like you're not flipping and maybe turning a game on to see it for a little bit. No, I think honestly, the reason that I stop on sporting events now is so I can see. Oh, do they have fans in the stadium? Oh, okay. Here? It's weird. It's like that's that's what it is now. Which most of them do. I know the Texas Rangers are under fire for allowing a packed house for their opening day this good, year. Good for them. Um, but don't worry. The owner was like, "Hey, don't worry. It's just a one-off. Not a big deal. We're not going to do this for every game." Yeah, I mean, it it's all right. COVID can't possibly spread. <laughs> Kind of a surprising reaction. Mm-hmm. Uh, before that, Easter, the Tier 4 holiday with the candy battle for the ages. Easter candy is Tier 1. No question. The jelly bean. Oh, 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 oh. oh boy. We don't even reference them anymore. But Should that just be in the tournament next year? Like yeah. against, No matter what the tournament like is. Like against Tommy Edo. It's just, oh, the second round, Tommy Edo versus. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, when it comes to candy holidays, Look, it's it's got to be tier one. It's it's it, man. It is because it's different, what? right? Like I like Halloween above candy, Halloween, but the thing with Halloween, and I, and you know me, I'm a Halloween's a tier one holiday for me. Mm-hmm. But the Halloween candy is just regular candy. There's yeah. no difference. The candy you're canning, the candy you're handing out to trick or treaters, is the same candy you're going to eat in June. Mm-hmm. There's no difference about right. it. It's just slightly smaller. But if you're handing me a packet of jelly beans in October, I'm calling the cops. <laughs> okay? Don't do it. It's a seasonal uh, boy, delight. I always, I always forget how much I enjoy jelly beans. Don't you? I don't. Uh, I would never, like, if I'm standing at the grocery store yeah. and I got a sweet tooth and there's Snickers, Kit Kat, Reese's yep. Peanut Butter Cups, jelly beans, I would never even give them the time of day. But sure. my mom sent... Uh, last week, she sent a little Easter package for Evelyn. Yeah. So it had some different candies in it and uh, and things like that. And there was a little bag of jelly beans in there. We were like, I don't know. She probably 
Probably shouldn't have. Yeah. yeah, maybe she shouldn't have them. So we just we cut them up into really small pieces, and of course she loved them because it's pure sugar. So I popped a jelly bean, and I was like, "Oh boy, jelly bean, go, jelly, go, 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 go. jelly bean!" Yep. Just yep. downed them. Wow. They're so good. Yeah, they're, and there's something special about the the Easter candy they put out with the jelly beans, mm-hmm. the uh, the Cadbury cream eggs that everybody raves about. But next just, week, don't put a jelly bean anywhere near no, me. Get it out of my life. I'm not interested. I'll throw them away. And before that, Matt Gates, Florida man, uh, under a, uh, investigation for sex trafficking, he brought a 17-year-old across state lines, mm-hmm. paid for hotel rooms to have sex with her. It's yeah. Very, that's okay. No big deal. They might remove him from some committees, Steve. Oh, Woo! boy. Well, that'll, that'll teach him. That's how you get away from it. So we got, what, just one poll up there this week? Just the one. I, I, I was kind of asleep at the wheel in terms of putting polls That's up. Right. At Stephen Kyle on Twitter. At Stephen Kyle, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter if you would like to vote uh, in poll badness. Yep, the sweet All 16. the polls will be posted up there. Probably trickle them out throughout the week. Maybe two a day for four days. And uh, so you can check on them. Thank you to Mike Mokris for sending... Yes. The little pieces of history, the whiskey prescriptions. These are tremendous, as well as the donation to the Cure for the Cure. Mm-hmm. Uh, more news on, on that to come here this month especially. Also, a big thanks to Brian Krauss for joining us once again to explain to a couple of idiots exactly what Passover is. And again, you think we'd just retain the knowledge yeah, from last or just, year. Or just read online no. about what it is. Um, and again, please check out We Need to Talk, our guest appearance there. Part one, I believe, aired this past week. Oh, it was a part believe, one. Yeah, That's right. Putting it into two, so be sure to check them out again. We need to talk. Our friends, Pepin and Meter. Yeah, if uh, you pretty funny appearance. If you follow us on social media, uh, I shared their posts earlier in the week. Go to their page, give them a like, tell them that uh, the Stephen Kyle podcast sent you. It's always yep. greatly appreciated. And other than that, I think that's just about it for this week, right? That's it. All right. Talk to you next week. See ya.